everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber, and we're so glad that you're joining us today. Uh, I'm excited about the Word. I'm excited about the things that we've been sharing with you guys. And uh, we went off yesterday talking about some of the uh, expressions of praise and some of the expressions uh, of worship that we bring before God. Well, I'm just kind of just giggling at you a little bit because... I've been receiving text messages about our, our uh, the podcast we've been doing about the praise and worship, you know, and last Thursday, I don't know if you remember this or not, but you closed out the day with singing the Doobie Brothers. Okay. <laughs> and people were texting me, you know, with, with emojis of laughing that you're singing the Doobie Brothers <laughs> on the podcast. And I thought, well, I just, you know, because you just said I'm excited, I thought, Everybody has no idea what this actually looks like. Well, it has <laughs> to in this podcast. It has the message we need as the church. We need to take it to the streets. That's why I was doing that. That was I, just a prophetic song, wasn't that's it? That's exactly right. <laughs> well, speaking of singing, though, that's what we were talking about yesterday when we were closing out the podcast was, uh, you know, I made the statement that that's how they used to learn the scripture. They would sing them. Yeah, well, that was a gospel song. They also say in that, Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, it's part of, it was a gospel song is what it, it was. It was a gospel song. Yeah. You can go ahead and sing the whole thing. <laughs> that's all right. But anyway, uh, we went off and Donna was talking about how that the priest used to sing the scriptures, that's how they learned the scriptures, that they would psalm them. That's why we have the psalms, you know, and we have different authors that are in the psalms, David and Moses and Asaph and all kinds of different ones, some of the song leaders that were there. But uh, the priests would learn the word of God by psalming them. And I'm going to tell you what, even in early 80s, we, we as a church, uh, we used to sing uh, the songs. Back then, we used projectors. My homeroom teacher came <laughs> to our that. church. This is no joke. I knew you were going to tell us. My homeroom teacher came to our church that, that I had when I was in high school, and he visited our church one day, and and he wasn't used because he went to a totally different denomination, so he definitely wasn't used to our kind of church and worship, especially. And he made the statement uh, that he really enjoyed those off-the-wall songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were sang. cutting edge. We, we were. We were cutting that edge. That was big back in the early 80s. Well, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it back of even thinking about the psalmist David. I can picture him laying out in in the middle of those fields and beginning to sing worship to the Lord and, and then pinning that and then it becoming a song. I can just, I can see that happening. Absolutely. You know, because I think about the times that I'm I'm outside and just enjoying the presence of the Lord or, you know, and just to hear that, just just to, to start singing your adoration to the Lord. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, I don't know, there's just something about it when you just let your, let your spirit man just begin to worship. Well, you, you know what we don't uh, keep in mind in that? David was a young man. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you some of the things we read about in Scripture, the adversity he faced while he was there trying to keep the sheep protected with the lion and the bear and different things like that, I guarantee you that he started psalming some of those things because of his emotional uh, makeup at that time, the fear working against him. And when you go speaking the Word of God, 
That's how you overcome areas of fear that work against you. You start rehearsing the Word of God and releasing that, and it changes the atmosphere. It changes the situation. It does, I, I mean, yes. I, I'll tell you what an effect it had on me, and I'm talking just a new Christian when we were learning all them songs, doing all those songs all the time. I can still quote Psalm 48 mm-hmm. from singing that song, Great is the Lord. And greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful for situations, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion in the sides of the north, the city of the great king. And you might laugh at that, but I'm telling you, look what an effect, even after all those years, that can just come right up in me. And some we take for granted, like Psalms 104. Enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. You know, all those things. That puts the word in you. It does. And it is a powerful thing for you to draw back into from that well within you for those things to be released. And there's something that starts happening. Even right now, me just doing those. I felt a quickening of the Holy Ghost in me. Amen. I did, just releasing those. And I was just sitting here thinking how many people are going to comment or Call or text us and say, can you tell us about what those songs are? We've never heard those. Yeah, I'm sure they hadn't. There's a whole generation. <laughs> there was a whole generation that, that, that they didn't. Yeah. But, you know, I, when we start talking about worshiping and, and singing those the, the Word of God and everything, when you start doing that, um, you, you know how we, we catch it. We play this little game called, you know, where you catch somebody and you can start humming a song and, and somebody... And their mm-hmm. subconscious hears it, and then they start doing that. Yeah. And that is just to go and show you that even if you're riding down the road and you're listening to praise and worship music, and you may not think that you're really listening, but guess what? That's getting in you. It's getting and in it's getting the Word in you. That's and that's right. why a lot of times, you know, we, we walk through the house, and we've just got the Word playing. And But you're right. When I hear certain you know, when I read for certain scriptures now, I'm reminded of those songs that we put in us. Well, that's, you know what, that's the thing about it. I said this years, years ago. I had, you know, early on in my pastorate, but I'm, I said to our congregation one time, I said, we put on our sign worship service at 10 o'clock. I said, how many times have we lied about it? Mm. Because we didn't come in we didn't come and, in worship. and worship. We didn't have no. a worship service. No. We, we went through the motions of it. And uh, but we didn't really do it, and you know, uh, worship. I'm telling you, is one of the most powerful things we'll ever do in our lives, and and uh, we need to have worship flowing continually in our lives and through our lives. And I and, uh, I, I agree with that. But well, we, that's what. Well, I was going to say that Psalm 104. Mm-hmm. If yes. we'll enter His gates with thanksgiving, if we'll enter His courts with praise, I guarantee you, it sets us up in our spirit. For the Spirit of the Lord to move in our midst. Oh, yeah. And we got a lot more to say about Psalm 104. Um, and, and there's a couple of other ones. I really want us to get some better understanding and read into a couple of different translations. But we're going to leave you with this thought today. Worship is adoration. Yes, it is. Worship is telling the Lord just how wonderful He really, really is. Amen. And so don't make it difficult, but today find an area to worship the Lord with. And so we bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Tune back in with us again tomorrow. 